This is Ramsey from Security Plus LLC, the best employee benefits broker. We have been reducing costs on benefits for employers across the U.S. since 1988. We have better benefits for less money. We will shop over 200 carriers and over 600 plan designs to find the best deal for you. We want to put that money back in your pocket. So be on the lookout for a phone call from us because we will be reaching out very soon. you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rosaski. Today is the 10th of January 2024. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Houseplant Appreciation Day and unofficially happy day after the first true snow event in Wisconsin. Winter has finally arrived. It'll give you just enough time to clear out the snow and it'll be back again Thursday and then again on Friday. Revel in it. I am happy for our snowmobiling and skiing friends that will be able to get out this weekend. Everyone be safe, make reasonable choices on the roads and on the trails. Speaking of getting outdoors, it leads me to my first headline, so let's jump into some news together. And as promised, we start outdoors, not this weekend, but the weekend after. The DNR is hosting a free fishing weekend, January 20th and the 21st, to share the fun and excitement of winter fishing. No fishing license is required that weekend, and neither are trout or salmon stabs. But there are some limitations. Anglers can fish in state waters where it is an open fishing season. And remember that all the tipping, typical fishing regulations apply. So know this limits on size, number of fish caught, and whether right now is a catch and release season for certain species. For the planners out there, mark your calendars because the next free fishing weekend will come up again June 1st through the 2nd. In other news, Governor Evers announced that there are seven agencies around the state that have been given grants, which total about $760,000 to help with providing housing for individuals and their families that are working to overcome opioid addiction. This is part of the opioid settlement that Wisconsin was a part of, and Wisconsin's stake was uh, about a million, $11 million dollars. So, this is supporting people that are working through getting control of their lives back. What caught my attention is that the fact that the people that qualify for the support must fit the definition of homelessness according to the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development, better known as HUD. They have made homelessness distinctions. Someone can be Category 1, 2, 3, or Category 4 homeless, which naturally sparked my curiosity. So, for your education, I will summarize the rabbit hole I went down. We'll start at the bottom and work our way up. Category 4 homelessness is fleeing or attempting to flee domestic violence. Category 3 homelessness is homelessness under other federal statutes, which means other statutes or departments define homelessness on their own? I suppose so. 
Some of the examples that I found that pertain to this are families or unaccompanied persons under 25 years of age if they've moved two or more times in the past 60 days, or if they have not had a lease or an ownership stake in permanent housing in more than 60 days, they are technically homeless. Category two homelessness is the imminent risk of homelessness, uh, foreclosure proceedings. And finally, the official name of category one is literally homeless. That's it. You are literally homeless. If you are, uh, or if your primary nighttime residence is a public or private place not meant for human habitation, or if you're living in a shelter. Interesting and enlightening your moment for the week. In other news, the latest hubbub is the official proposal put forth by Assembly Republicans for medical marijuana, which is kind of funny because the bill essentially proposes giving access to everything except for the typical smoke it up marijuana. Reading between the lines, it's a clear message that the Republicans are not interested in taking a step towards legitimizing the, re the recreational form of it. Like you probably saw in Monday's Weekly Insider, it allows for everything else under the sun, from medical cannabis concentrates, oils, tinctures, edibles, pills, topical forms, gels, creams, patches, liquids, or vapors and forms administered by a nebulizer. It is interesting that initially, quote, before he had a chance to really dig into the details, unquote, Governor Evers said he is supportive of getting a medical marijuana bill done, but he also hinted that his signature could be a bargaining chip for him to get some movement on other things like the healthcare industry bills that he supports. Since then, there really hasn't been any other feedback from him or from his office. Also interesting, getting back to the bill, that the Republicans aren't creating guidelines for pharmacists and pharmacies to handle the distribution of THC products. Their existence is a distribution infrastructure that already exists, so why replicate this? Better yet, why not support or encourage local independent pharmacies to be able to benefit from this? Support small Wisconsin business. I don't have an answer to that question, but I am curious. Maybe it's just me, but is it odd for a Republican proposal to look like a first step in the direction of state-run health care? Spoiler alert. That question seems to be on the mind of a fair amount of our members since I peeked at some of the initial results of our member poll from Monday's Weekly Insider. If you haven't, be sure to put in your votes and comments and look for the results next week. And that's the questioning of authority that is the inspiration for this week's closing quote. It's Benjamin Franklin that wrote, quote, It is the first responsibility of every citizen to question authority, unquote. Consider it your patriotic duty for the betterment of our towns, cities, counties, states, and our amazing nation. Have a great second half of your weekend as always. Thanks for listening.
Wisconsin Property Taxpayers Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.